Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. If you're hearing my voice now, then your local station has decided to renew their contract with the Slanted Hallway. Yes, they said we wouldn't make it ten episodes, but I proved them all wrong. So, for our eleventh episode, I thought, well, let's do something really, really out there to celebrate. And what's the most out there thing you can do? Name the episode out there. And with those two words uttered, I was off to the beaches of Lake Michigan while the writers cranked out tonight's story. What they produced when I returned was nothing short of incredible. A tidy little package, positively dripping with otherworldly terror and wrapped in a bow of intrigue. I loved it all so much, I ordered them to open it up into an immense, sprawling story that truly tells the tale I originally intended. So for those of you in the Milwaukee market, tonight's broadcast will be two hours long. For the rest of you, this broadcast will be broken up and played over the next four weeks. Hear now the story of John Brown, a well-to-do pharmacist who has taken up the hobby of amateur radio operations. Most night, John tinkers away, seeing if he can get a signal from some other amateur. But tonight, he will encounter a signal more distant than the ping of his local tower. A signal of great intensity, of foreign origin. A hobby has now become a nightmare as John Brown uncovers whatever it is that's out there. This JB in the sky, do you copy? Well, uh, who's gonna check? August 3rd, made contact with uh, Nova Scotia. Yeah, that's pretty good. This JB in the sky, do you copy? Uh, JB, this is KS from Kansas. Uh, do you copy? Oh, hello, KS. This is JB in Milwaukee. <laughs> well met, radio friend. I thought you said you were in the sky. Oh, no, that's just my handle. Uh, well, okay. August 3rd, 8.30 p.m. KS from Kansas. John, are you still down here? Oh, yeah, honey, Crisp. I'm at the radio. Well, I guess that, Pigeon Pie. You've been at it a lot lately. Oh, sorry, Sugar Cube. I got these new vacuum tubes, and it's just... I get it, Muffin. You're excited about your new toy, but you missed dinner. I'm sorry, Creme Fresh. What are we having? It was a meatloaf, but I left it in the oven to keep warm, so I'm not sure what's left at this point. Lucy, it's only been a couple hours. Yes, but I know you like your dinners hot. Well, like I always say, a hot dinner does a man like water to a juniper. I don't understand, but I'm glad you're so chipper when you say it, Brownie. Well, gosh, since dinner's keeping warm anyway, want to sit by the radio with me for a while? Oh, well, actually, I, uh... Come on, sweet meat, sit with me. 
Oh, okay. But just for a few minutes. I've had that broccoli boiling all day, and if that rice gets any crispier, we'll have to scrape it off the pan. Golly. Well, we could have it for breakfast tomorrow. That's all cereal is anyway. I guess you're right. Okay, what do I do? Just push that button and talk into this microphone. Um, this is Lucy Brown. <laughs> no, no jelly sweat. You can't just say your name. You need to make up a handle. Well, why's that, Scone? Well, think about it. In order to pick up the signal, they need at least as good a radio as I have. Think about how cool those guys must be. I mean, they're real hepcats. They don't need the sun or moon or fresh air because they have it. And who needs vitamin D and friends when you have it? Well, what is it, Snickerdoodle? I don't know. I just dress like and act like people who have it. And that's why I gotta spend all this money on equipment. If I'm not the coolest fellow, I can at least have the biggest radio. I think you're pretty nifty, John. You're my muffin with frosting on top. Oh, that's just a cupcake, Lucy. I'm nothing special. But heck, I could be. If I just sit here in the basement and listen long enough, eventually someone's voice will shine through that static and I'll be a somebody. That's super, Puddin' Pop. Right there. That's a stellar idea. A Puddin' Pop people would love that. Only if you got the right celebrity to endorse it. Someone really, truly virtuous and wholesome. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, I get it. It's a family product for sure, but I know all the other guys at the radio club. They know so much more than me. They're all so much better at this sort of thing, and I just wish I had something to impress them. Well, you've got a wife who loves you and three delightful children. Something that matters, Lucy. Come on, you know, something material and flashy. I know. I was just being silly. Let's get to it. All right, press the button and say your handle, not your name. <coughs> okay. This is Madame Butterfly from Wisconsin. Is anyone out there? Well, what are you, 12? No, I'm a full-grown woman. Uh, uh, off. Oh, uh, that's never happened before. What happens if you turn this off? Hey, kill What in the world? Did I do something wrong? Oh, Cream Puff, you did something very, very right. Let me just get better hold of it. Oh, Candy Corn, I've never seen you so happy. Or so sweaty. Should I get a bucket? Oh, syrup sweet, this is a sweat of determination. No bucket can hold it all. Oh, this could be really, really big. Golly, can you believe it? I just can't tell where it could be coming from. Why, well, it could be from the Soviets. Oh, no. They're the bad guys from the news. Well, normally, yes. But when it comes to radioing, why, it's the Holy Grail. The fellows at the club are going to love this. Well, what do we have here? A happy couple on the cusp of a discovery? Surely, listeners, at this point you know us better. Yes, in our world, they'd be wading knee-deep in accolades and respect. But when Miss Lucy Brown turned that dial, she tuned that radio directly into the slanted hallway. And now all the horrors of that horrid other world are free to pour out all over them. They'll be wading ways deep through horror. Incidentally, we have a, a leak in the studio. It shouldn't affect the broadcast. So anyway... 
In conclusion, the mysterious signal is as tantalizing as it is, uh, mysterious. And for that reason, I believe it to be Soviet. Possibly even North Korean in origin, thank you. Yeah, well I think that's a load of old hooey. <gasps> well, that's not terribly fair, Mr. Silverman. Uh, radio clubs aren't about fairness, and you know that. We're about science, and that means putting people down if they don't think like us. Uh, yeah, I, I know, but you let Mr. O'Connor say all that ridiculous stuff about picking up signals from the Congo. That's because there's a secret civilization of industrialists living in the Congo. It's a fact. I read all about it in this big book. They live in a mystical hidden valley because the rest of the world... Yes, sir, we know. We all heard last week's presentation. But that's exactly what I'm talking about. You let a cuke like that plagiarize whatever story he wants, but I come in with real hard evidence, and it's called a load of hooey. Now, if you ask me, that's not fair. Well, luckily, no one is asking you as it happens. <laughs> I'm president and founder of this radio club, and uh, what I say goes. But you just said it was about science. Fine, uh, then let's be scientific about it. Uh, who here has the biggest um, radio? Oh, you do. Who here has the fanciest radio? You do. Who here booked out the rec center between intramural basketball games every Thursday for the next six months? You did. So, I think we can say, uh, scientifically, who's right here. That's all true, but... And you brought a girl here. There are no girls in the Hidden Valley, just men of the mind. Men who've got the guts and the gusto to reshape the entire world. I'm more than some girl. I'm a witness, which is one more witness than your fancy radio has ever had, if it even exists. Hey, you don't go around questioning a man's radio, Broad. White Lightning is one of the finest things uh, the electronic section of the Sears catalog could slowly put together, okay? I'm sorry, Mr. Silverman. She really didn't mean it. You know what? I did. I did mean it. Every week you come down here and it's always the same bland stories, and now I'm starting to understand why. Mr. Silverman is just a bully, Mr. O'Connor is a crazy person, and the 40 other men here don't say a word. Lucy, they're not speaking because they know not to speak out of turn. They'll all get a chance to present just as soon as you and your husband are done with this little uh, farce. It's not a farce, and we can prove it. Uh, well, Lucy, we can't necessarily... Oh, yes, we can. We haven't moved that dial since we picked up the signal, and I'll bet we could get it even clearer here than in our dingy basement. Oh, so you guys admit to not cleaning your basement? <laughs> That's pretty weird, right guys? You can't bully and demean your way out of this one. Once we show you what we heard, you'll be on your knees trying to get us to accept an apology. Well, Lucy, he, he doesn't even have knees. He lost them in the war. Well, he'll be on his... whatever the front of a calf is. I think that's your shins. John, just focus on getting that radio working. Well, fine. While you fiddle with the knobs, uh, we can move on to our next uh, presenter. Mr. Densmore has built a very fine diorama of the truck he made contact with last Tuesday, and he wanted to show it off. So, without further ado... Uh, 
Oh, I almost got it. You'll see what a fool you've been, Silverman. Oh, I'm sure I will. Oh, come on. Well, that right there is all the proof I need. Just as expected. Nothing from a nobody. What was that? <laughs> that, Mr. Silverman, is the signal. And whatever it is, it's from way out there. Farther than anything we've ever heard before. Not so full of yourself now, are you, Mr. Silverman? Um, I'm always full of myself. Uh, that's how bodies work. But this is extraordinary. Uh, how long has it been going on? At least since we picked it up, but God only knows how long before that. John's got some theories about what it could be. You know, all that stuff he said in his presentation. Uh, yeah, sure, whatever, but, um, uh, what is it? It could be a code of some kind, or a numbers station. Uh, I don't even know if we should be allowed to hear this sort of thing. Uh, John, this could be a real disaster for the club. Well, now, now hold on. You can't jump from it's nothing to the end of the world just like that. I can, and I have. Don't question my mood swings. That's also in the club charter. Really? Ah, uh, yes, just after the prohibition of peanut butter snacks. Who else knows about this? Well, outside of this room, nobody. Well, then maybe we're safe. Oh, we aren't safe, that's certain. Uh, Mr. O'Connor, do you have some... Mr. O'Connor, do you have some idea what it is? Boy, howdy do I. Now, I may just be some old crazy person with a plastic leg and a hook for an eye, and sure, I've never seen the sun, and maybe I've never touched a woman or made a friend, but I tell you this, this old salt knows a thing or two about the world. I don't think that's true. Oh, then you'll be one of the first to go when the world comes a-tumbling down. This world, that is. For it is said in every truck stop bathroom from here to Tuscaloosa that long ago, when the earth was young, just as the first cavemen saddled the dinosaurs, beasts, ancient gods, bigger than a theropod, ruled this land. And that's what you think the signal is. I'm getting to that. Hold on. These great gods of old could cast lightning from their very fingers and transform into a shower of gold just to talk to a little girl. Do you mean the great gods? Let me finish up here now. They had vast tentacled arms. But they had fingers. So they had the hands at the end of their... Okay, whatever. The signal is the ancient gods reborn, and the world will end in three weeks. Anyone who wants to start a crazy voodoo death cult with me, just see me by the dumpster on the other side of the rec center. No respect for storytelling around here. Unbelievable. Oh, come on, guys. Really? Ancient gods? Really, fellas? Come on. Mr. Densmore, your diorama! You see this? You see what you did, John? You brought in your crazy nonsense and the whole club up and starts a cult. Uh, Mr. Silverman, this really isn't what I wanted to have happen. Of course it is! You couldn't build a decent radio, so instead... <laughs> excuse you. Instead you do this whole big elaborate hoax so you could show off. And look what happened. Now we don't even have anyone to show off to. Well, that's not true. I know it is. 
How could I have done it? It doesn't matter how, and I've already worked out the why. It's true because I said so, and that's all that matters. Mr. Silverman, I... I I'm all done talking. It's time I go out and put an end to this. Meeting adjourned. All right, cultists. All right, all right. Yeah, welcome to the first meeting of the cult of the ancient order of the mystic signal. I hope you like the name. I thought of it on the way over. Now, let's get a couple of things clear. I know the signal spoke to the Browns first, but I was the first person to work out what it was, so that makes me the high priest. Now, our first order of business is, of course, spreading the word about the end of the world as we know it. The destruction of the world's governments, and of course, the inevitable downfall of mankind. So we're going to need to start spreading the good word. I propose a buddy system, so no one gets lonely or has an independent thought. All in favor? Good. All opposed? Good. So it's unanimous. I'm the high priest, and we're going with the buddy system. For uniform, I was thinking we should just stop bathing and wear loincloths and tinfoil on our heads so that people know we mean business. As for financing this whole operation, I'm leaning toward general looting, and if time allows, we can invest in an index fund. But we haven't got much time, so let's get right down to it. Hello, welcome to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Here to turn in a, a neighbor? Uh, yes, I am actually. Uh, how did you know? We've had a lot of that recently. Just have a seat over there and I'll be right with you. Thank you. Help yourself to a cookie. Be careful. Some of them are poisoned and the rest are covered in an experimental truth serum that may also be poisonous. All right. Now, uh, last name? Silverman. Silverman. Thank you. First name? Mister. All right, then, Mr. Silverman. What exactly is neighbor, close friend, or associate done that you think is problematic? He ruined my club. Well, that's not, you know, strictly speaking, a crime. But we could still rough him up a bit if, uh, if you fudged it a little. Oh, there's no need for fudge. He ruined my radio club with his wacko mystic signal. Wacko mystic signal? Yeah, he claims his home radio setup was able to pick up a secret Soviet something or other. <laughs> Today's your lucky day, sir. We've got an entire department devoted to secret Soviet something or others. Can you give us a name? It's John and Lucy Brown of 742 Evergreen Terrace, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. His radio is in his basement, and if he starts giving you the runaround, just tell him you already know everything. Sir, we'd do that regardless. Could you be more specific about what exactly the signal was? Uh, not really. Just a bunch of chirps and beeps and the word hello, and that's it. The rest of the club is off forming a death cult. I could tell you where they are, too, if you'd like. No, those death cults tend to work themselves out pretty quick. But this couple, the Browns, do you think they could have any other connection to the Soviets? Maybe this discovery wasn't such an accident? Uh, I don't know. 
John isn't nearly as smart or strong or as handsome as me. It's awful hard to believe he could pull something like this off by himself. Okay. I'm going to need you to be a little more direct than that. Do you believe the Brown family to be enemy Soviet agents? What happens if I say yes? We beat them to within an inch of their lives and send what's left to prison forever. Oh, well then in that case, yes. So, John, would you say that was a normal meeting of the radio club? Well, I got yelled at by Mr. Silverman and... And Mr. O'Connor formed a cult, so, yeah, I, I, I guess I'd, I'd say that it was. Are you going to go back? I think this time the cult's going to stick, you know. Do, do you think showing off the signal was a mistake? Oh, uh, no, no, John. I think this will all blow over real soon. Maybe. I sure am glad you got to go to one of them with me, though. It may be kind of corny, honeydew-melon ball, but... I miss you when I'm out. When I'm out there. Oh, it's not corny popcorn ball. I miss you too. Maybe we can have a private little radio club of our own. How does that sound? I like the sound of that a whole lot, Mountain Goat. You know, I think everything's gonna be just fine. Or is it? Find out next week on the next thrilling installment of Out There. Will John and Lucy really form a private lover's radio club? Or will the Federal Bureau of Investigation immediately come slamming down on their door demanding answers? Will that whole cult thing go anywhere? I don't know. You tell me. Anyway, tune in next week for... Oh, wait a minute. I just said it. (laughs) 